Hello, hello. Welcome to All Things Twin Flames. This is your host, Diana. And I'm sure you're wondering what happened to Dan. Dan is not here today. This is actually my first podcast on my own. If you've heard all the podcasts, you've already heard me and Dan um, in an, in a couple interviews earlier, but we are partners in a couple different things on our writing page and this new Facebook group that we'll be launching for Twin Flames. Um, that I'm really excited about it. So I guess I'll take this first episode on my own to talk a little bit about me just so you know, you know me, you know my story. Um, my twin flame journey has been really interesting. Firstly, because I denied it as often as I could. Um, it, and I'm sure a lot of people do too, but I, I just remember I was like, no, this isn't me. This, it sounds lovely, but no. Um, one, I wasn't spiritual. Two, I was terrified of spirituality and of existence in general. And three, my meeting with my twin was not like any of the ones I had heard of. So I guess I'll start with meeting my twin. I met my twin in middle school. So when I was 13 years old, I met him and it did not, I don't remember really what it felt like. I was really overwhelmed because I was has changed schools for the second time and moved into a new house and I was just in a really um overwhelming time in my life so I can't tell you what that first meeting was like I can tell you what it was like going to school with him and it was interesting to say the least he was not the favorite of any teacher I think in fact all the teachers gossiped about him and they all knew who he was before he walked into the room. He wasn't a bad kid. He was just, he was just smart and witty. And I started like, now it it makes sense because him in school is the same as me at home. In school, I was quiet, but at home I was witty. I spoke my mind. I questioned authority and he did that in school. So while he was getting in trouble, at school and I was being good in school I was getting trouble at home and I'm sure he was just fine at home um and it wasn't until I was much older so until recently I am now 27 um so it's been it's been a hot minute since since then Um, but I've actually reconnected with my twin several times. We did not go to the same high school and we did not go to college together, but I reconnected with him six years later in college and he just reached out. We started hanging out one summer and we hung out almost every day. He was calling me up and picking me up and it was just like, I was with my best friend and it really felt like that in in middle school too. Um, I wasn't really close to any guys, but it was, uh, it was really easy to talk to him. It was just really fun. And whenever he got in trouble, I would feel bad because it's just, it made sense to me, the things he said. I was like, I don't know why you're getting in trouble. I'm sorry. Uh, and, you know, when we were older, it was, it was fun. It was so much fun. Just like going on adventures. He'd just call me up and we'd just go to the beach. We'd go out of town. And it was, it was so much fun. Um, he ended up 
crushing on me and almost try to kiss me. And the next day I messaged him and told him we should stop being friends. Um, and he assumed that there was no interest on my part when in reality I was terrified of falling for him because I cared about him so much and I thought he deserved better. And it's really hard hearing myself say that now. I thought he deserved better because I, at that time, I had gone through another breakup. So I was going through a heartbreak and I just, I was settling for guys that were no good for me because I thought that me kind of going for people who had a lot of baggage meant that they would keep me around because like they could look past mine because I looked past theirs type thing and mine wasn't bad like I was fine but like I said I was terrified of spirituality and of existence and what that does to you is basically I would have like a dark night of the soul as a kid um, in my teens and I felt guilty for that I felt like anybody in a relationship with me was kind of doomed with dealing with this poor girl that's depressed all the time or randomly depressed and can't you can't get her out of depression and possibly suicidal and I was just I was terrified to put that on somebody, especially on him. I thought that I I want I wanted better for him. I cared too much to put him through my bullshit. Um but I never told him that. And we never spoke, but we stayed friends on Instagram and Facebook. And I just got to see everything he was up to. And every time I saw his photo, I just, I would remember that night where he almost kissed me. I'm like, what would have happened? What would have happened? Uh, and I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, that's probably just curiosity. There's, there's no interest there. And when he got a girlfriend, like four years later, I was a little bit jealous, not going to lie. But I was more than anything so happy for him, especially when I started seeing him travel. I was just, ah. Oh, Seeing him happy, I felt like I was just glowing. Um, and then I started dating somebody, and I thought I was going to get married. Um, I thought I'd be married with kids by now, but that did not pan out. And thank the Lord it did not. That was not meant for me. Um, turned out to be a karmic, uh, a false twin. And that sparked my it sparked a lot of things but more than anything it pushed me into self-love and it pushed me onto the spiritual journey um right after that breakup I reconnected with my twin and it was literally the month after the month of breaking up and moving back home to my parents house was was when we reconnected because he just randomly thought of me again. Um, his mom, he made a comment to his mom about their dog. He called her ugly. And so he, they have a, they have a really ugly chihuahua. It's like ugly in a cute way. Like so ugly. You're like, damn, that's an ugly ass, cute ass chihuahua. And, uh, so he was talking to it and he's like, oh my goodness, you're so ugly. And his mom was so hurt. Like, what do you mean? Don't call her ugly, da, da, da. And his first, like, his instinctual response was, I'm not the only one that thinks she's ugly. Diana thinks she's ugly. And 
way to throw me under the bus because mom was not happy about that. Um, funny thing was, I made that comment when we hung out my first year of college, that first summer we hung out. And this was six years later. Six years later, he remembered this. And that same day, I happened to react to one of his stories. And he just messaged me. He's like, do you remember when you called my dog ugly? I was like, what? I didn't call your dog ugly. He's like, yeah, you did. We were hanging out in the garage or something. We called her ugly. I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, I don't remember. And he sent me a photo of his dog. I was like, I remember calling that dog ugly. Like, that dog, <laughs> I'm so sorry. But, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. She's cute, though. Cute, cute, cute. In the ugliest way possible. Um, and... I just, I laughed because I was like, I do remember that. That's so random that you remembered that. And he asked what I was up to. And I told him I just moved back, you know, just broken up with somebody and moved back home. And apparently he had just moved back, just broken up with someone too and moved back home. So he was, he came back to come to school and I came back to live with my family and we decided to get drinks and we got drinks because you know, made sense for old friends to catch up. And oh my God, guys, when I saw him, oh my God, like, I remember, (laughs) I remember the first thought I had and it was, ah, shit. Like, that's what I was thinking. I saw him and I'm like, ah, God damn it. Like this, I just felt like all these emotions, like I felt excited I felt my heart break instantly I felt just electric and alive and just happy and I just I was like I I want I was just gravitating towards him and and I think like that heartbreak thing was like my fear coming in it's like he has the potential to like destroy you so be careful um and oh my goodness it was it was just a great night it was really fun and at the end of the night I I told him like I finally confessed like I had always been semi-interested in him and that night he tried to that he wanted to kiss me I knew it and I wanted to kiss him too but I was just you know too chicken too chicken um and severely undervaluing myself um and now later it's just I was excited and we're we're supposed to go out on a date but I I slipped up and I let my ex get in the way because he kept reaching out and contacting me and and my twin got scared and was just like I don't think you're ready and started dating other people um we stayed friends and we hung out the entire like from January to June on and off Um, we would hang out for about a month and then the friendship would get really intense and I would get really triggered and I would have like we would have to stop talking because it would just be too much for him and I was just it was hard it was so hard to see myself that way it's so hard to watch yourself make a fool of yourself over someone when you're trying to keep your cool like I was so triggered and needy and obsessive and I felt so pathetic. I felt so, so pathetic. And he just 
I don't even, I, I know. And I don't know what he felt. And I just, I forced him into his shell the way I was acting. And so we just kept triggering each other. Um, and we, we would have to step away and then he would reach out to me again. He would pull away and then come back and pull away and come back. And it was just this constant back and forth. And I finally told him if he was going to be dating, I, I didn't want to be his friend. And I wish I had worded it differently. Hopefully you guys don't hear this car honking outside because it's just like honking away like no one lives here. Um, but I, I told him, I was like, I can't, I can't be your friend if once you're seeing somebody seriously, it's going to be too hard for me. And, you know, he's very honest. We both value honesty. And he started dating somebody, stopped following me, blocked me. I mean, he told me he was dating somebody at least, but like he told me and then blocked me like probably like the minute after he told me, blocked me on all social media. It was, ooh, yeah, I spiraled into Dark Night of the Soul. But luckily that same day I was going on a road trip by myself. So I spent four days from Colorado to California crying my eyes out, screaming at the top of my lungs. Look, you know, rolled all the windows down, pumped all my jams, sang loudly these beautiful heartbreak songs and just cried and cried and camped out under the stars and cried some more, cried until I was all dried out. Um, and I'm glad I did that because the other thing would have been to just like close up and clam up and I had done that way too many times already. Um, but I don't want to drag on too much about myself. I mean, I really hope that that was of use to you. If anything, I'm sure it was a fun little story. Um, but I just wanted you to know a little bit about me, my twin flame journey. So you don't think of me as a stranger on here. Um, I'm really excited to be joining Dan on this on this podcast. He is a wonderful, beautiful soul, a dear, dear friend of mine, and just so wise beyond his years. Whenever he speaks, he blows me away. Um, he just he's so insightful. And he offers so much, like he's a wonderful light to this world. And everyone that, that reaches out to our Instagram page and reaches out to him, um, you know, my heart goes out to you. And, you know, this, this whole community, this whole Twin Flame community is so loving and you are so wise as well. You have so much love and light to give. And I feel it just doing this podcast, like I could feel all your energies. And I'm, I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy that you're listening. And I'm excited to be doing some more podcasts. Um, so reach out to us with any questions that you may have. If you're interested in joining our Facebook group, um, if you just want more insight, want to hear more about twins, whatever it may be, you can reach out to us to our Instagram at I needed to read this. That's on Instagram at I needed to read this. Or you can go ahead and hit Dan up on his TikTok. So it is, I believe, at Kid Natural. Yes. So on TikTok at Kid Natural, it's if you have a TikTok you were able to download it in time. It is wonderful. I love seeing, hearing his updates. They are 
so inspiring, so insightful, so bright, uh, loving, loving, loving beyond anything. Um, so check those two out. Reach out to us through those messages with questions or if you want to join that Facebook group, like I said, we'll be launching it this October and we're really excited for it and to help you out in any way that we can. So like I said, reach out to us, questions, concerns, if you just need to vent, if you just need to not feel crazy for a moment, feel heard, we're here for you. All right. Thanks. And take care. I hope to see or speak to you soon. Bye.